What's up and welcome to another episode of the Los Wise Guys podcast. I'm your host, Eslam, a.k.a. Rock God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan Emperor Disco. How's it going, bro? What's up? What's up? Made it another week. <laughs> yeah, that's Did right. Not complain. <laughs> um, we're back at you with another episode. We're going to jump straight in. Today, we are reviewing Wednesday, the Netflix reboot of the Adams family that honestly didn't even know was happening wasn't on my radar it kind of just popped out of nowhere and I was just like like let me give this a shot the Adams family was never like uh, a property that I was super into and like I saw some of the animated films and some of the other stuff which was like always the same of uh, Wednesday and uh, trying to kill Pugsley and Pugsley trying to kill Wednesday and then the weird kooky family, you know, and uh, um, <laughs> snapping. <laughs> so uh, this was a very interesting reboot. Like, so my initial thoughts on this, when I started watching it, I was like, okay, they took it. Uh, I mean, the Adams family was always dark, but it was a comedic dark and this one, they kind of took it in a serious dark with a little bit of comedy thrown in there, uh, which was very cool uh, because they did the same thing with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but it didn't hit for me uh, the way the show did. I actually enjoyed watching this version of The Addams Family. It felt like the show had purpose to me, even though it was a kind of like a combination of like Nancy Drew meets The Addams Family. Uh, which was kind of like the story of the season. Wednesday playing the detective girl and her friends and, you know, going school adventure. So it was it was an interesting take on the Adams family. They concentrated mostly on one character and then they brought in the rest of the family kind of here and there. And I don't know, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it was a fun watch. So... Uh, for someone who didn't really care about the Adams family, this kind of brought a new spin to the show, which was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, uh, it was not on my radar at all. I think we mentioned the picture like a month ago. And Did we? I, I don't even remember. No, yeah. We had a picture with uh, with Catherine Zeta-Jones and, uh, uh, and Luis Guzman as, as Gomez. That's right. And I didn't like it, to be honest. I think I shat on it. And I was like, I don't think so. I, don't I think remember because uh, Fernando <laughs> was like, um, I forget the actor's name, the the, the other actor that played. Um, the original? Uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, Gomez Adams. The character, the yeah, the original actor who played Gomez Adams, he's like he's the only one for me, and like Luis Guzman wasn't bad, but I mean he he was I don't know, it wasn't like the best uh, for this role, but Catherine Zeta Jones was great as Morticia, Pugsley we saw him for like five minutes, he barely he okay spoke. For, he was okay for what it the was. big giant dude was, you know, he was okay. Also, we saw him for like five minutes. Um, thing was great. Um, he he, he acted so well to be honest for a yeah, hand. Yeah, I was like, I feel you, bro. I feel yeah, you. his I, little like gestures and little like he's like pointing at stuff. Dude, I'm like, if I was the Oscars, 
I would I would like give hand a, uh like an Oscar for the performance. You yeah, know what I, yeah. like it was so good. <laughs> I uh, personally I think Jenna Ortega takes the prize for me. Oh I, uh, hell yeah. I think all uh not to discredit all the other actors cuz they were phenomenal as well. They helped bring the plot and the story together and in such a way where I was like till the end I still wasn't sure where they were going. I kind of yeah. had my suspicions cuz it has kind of like a detective feel throughout. Mm-hmm. So I was like I think it's this person this person or like Yeah, you know, they did a possibly, great job at like, like throwing you off throughout the whole thing. Now mind you, I wasn't trying to figure it out while I was watching. I was kind of just let it happening to me. Yeah. So I wasn't there like, oh, I saw this and I was like analyzing each episode and each clue. And I was like, no, it's not that. No, it's not like I was just like it was kind of I I, I turned my mind off, kind of just let the show uh, experience happen to me. And I it was enjoyable. So. Uh, no no yeah i was actually like kind of like there, like okay who the heck did this thing <laughs> and uh what got me was like some spoilers here i'm gonna throw out the spoiler warning yeah what got me was the the scene where christina ricci's character went into the underground nightshade and then yeah. they never went back to it so i was like she's up to something yeah <laughs> so she kind of like threw my radar well off. they kind of they kind of made you suspicious of like five characters right one the principal two christina ricci's character Three, the psychologist. Uh, four, uh, Xavier, like the like the boyfriend, and then like five, kind of like the cop, the sheriff, and you know the son yeah. was kind of you know. But it was my, uh, go. For my it. intuition told me that Tyler was the beast only because of his eyes. I don't know why, uh, if it was just me, but his eyes looked exactly like the 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 Hyde's eyes, and I was like, it's him, it's him. But then they got me where he like fake scratched himself. Yeah. I was like, ah man, that was pretty good writing. I, they really got me with that because I was just like, okay, they definitely threw him. you Dang, off. I really thought it was those eyes. They got me. But uh, no, yeah, it was sick. It was a, it was a very nice twist and turns throughout the way. And uh, and I just my favorite part was just Jenny uh, Jenna Ortega. She just like. I just loved her quick retorts. Like she had a comment for Dude, everything. She had the best. And I think that's what was comedic about it. Like it honestly, to me, it was very funny, and it was just because she just had snappy lines real quick. Like just what, like the one where she's like about to go in the cave with Eugene. She's like, if you hear bloody murder, it's probably just me having fun or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I was she like, she's probably like, yeah, I was, <laughs> like, I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just loved her one-liners. Yeah, she was. Uh, for me, she kind of like brought life into the into that Wednesday role, and I and I really enjoyed watching that. And uh, uh, another thing that I really enjoyed, though, uh, getting away from the cast is actually the cinematography. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I noticed when watching uh, was how they would pan over to whoever's talking and you can see their whole face. So you can kind of get all like the body gestures and like you could, and then like if somebody else starts talking, it would pan over and you could see their face. And it's like, like kind of like framing their face really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really love how they, they did that. Like when you're having a conversation, like, you could see their body and their mannerisms when they're delivering it. And I really felt like part of the conversations. And I noticed throughout the season that they did that. And I, I, uh, I don't know who was the cinematographer or I know Tim Burton was directing and stuff or, or was he just producing? So Tim Burton um, was executive producer and I think he directed a couple of episodes. I know he directed like the first and second episode. I don't know if he directed all like eight. 
Yeah, but he was no, definitely yeah, I think in it switched out. But uh, I just and really Tim like B- that style where it's Tim like Burton is like the best uh, person to have taken on this project. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was yeah, great. He, he knocked it out the park. So yeah, it was just really cool how the dialogue went. It, it seemed more uh, realistic for me, just seeing, getting to see them, their gestures, their micro gestures, and and whatnot. Getting back to the dialogue. Like we said before, Wednesday had the best one-liners, and I just loved seeing the other characters' like reaction to her one-liners because <laughs> they were so weird and they were hilarious. I I wonder, I I can't. I hope they release like a blooper reel, uh, for the show because her face was like she was like the dead deadpan face. face that just the whole time. <laughs> The, I got a shout out to the makeup artist because they did a really great job on her eyes because she would also like like really open up her eyes and you can kind of see like you saw a lot of the whites and, and some of the makeup helped with the exaggeration. And it was like it was super well done. Uh, so shout out to like the makeup uh, crew for for that. But she also did a phenomenal job. I I also enjoyed that Christina Ricci was part of this project, uh, <laughs> since she was the uh, original Wednesday from like the old Adams Family TV show. So I'm really happy that she was like a part of it and wasn't like, because uh, sometimes like uh, when reboots happen and. And either they don't ask or, like, the people are like, why are you rebooting it? And they're, like, so butthurt about it. But I enjoyed that she was a part of it. She They gave her a role in the show, and she became the bad guy. And spoilers. Um, so it was it was a lot of fun to see her back in the show. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a nice way to for her to kind of, like, pay homage and pass the torch to, uh, yeah. to Jenna, in my opinion. I don't know, maybe if I'm just reading too much into it, but that's what it felt like. It was definitely a, a cool, like, passing of the torch move, yeah. in my opinion. And uh, yeah, they both kicked it out the park. I uh, It was really good acting throughout the way, the whole way. But, yeah, Jenna was, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, she was born to play Wednesday. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> she and did another, a great job. Another uh, scene that she killed was the dancing scene. Oh my! I'm glad God. you said that because I it have was, it up and we're gonna it was watch amazing. it. Amazing! <laughs> was, it was so good. Uh yeah, I love that dance scene so much. It was so weird. Oh, before we jump into the dance scene, so I saw an interview about how that dance scene came to be, and it wasn't like a rehearsed dance scene. Tim Burton was like. Um, just do something for the dance scene. And so she had to figure it out. So apparently she she watched like uh, goth kids in the 80s in like disco clubs or like dance clubs and how <laughs> yeah. they dance. There was also two specific um, other things that she looked at, uh, which I noticed were familiar when she was like doing like this thing. And like... Um, and then in that interview, they kind of like uh, cut while she was speaking, they cut to the videos of like those dances that she drew inspiration from. And I was like, OK, now I can see where she got it from. So apparently, yeah, she watched all these videos and she kind of rehearsed a little something. But this was kind of like a, a, a spontaneous thing that happened. And and throughout like TV and movie history, you kind of go on later and and when actors talk about certain scenes that were really powerful or um, 
they become like cult classic scenes or uh, just like fan favorite scenes and you come to realize it was kind of um uh uh what is what is the word i'm looking for like ad not ad-libbed but um like off the hip just like, yeah just something like that just happens yeah and like just this person doing <laughs> whatever they feel like in the moment <laughs> yes and they and they do a couple of things and usually that thing is what works the best and uh, when you have great directors like Tim Burton or like executive producers and whatnot that can really, uh, instead of like micromanaging, uh, can depend on the actor's ability to portray the character that they are uh, living for this series, uh, that they can pull something like this off and it, and it comes out usually very well. So um, let me share this video and let's watch it because it was a lot of fun. One second. Um, uh, Burton directed four out of the eight episodes, uh, sharing the other episodes with Ganja Montero and James Marshall. So kudos to them for uh, awesome for uh, doing that as well. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, let's let's watch this. Like, look at her eyes. In that. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, but I love it. It's just like He's like standing there. He's like, "What am I supposed to do?" Just staring at it. Doesn't need a damn. I wonder if they had to do this more than once. Because everybody was like dying laughing at what the hell she was doing. <laughs> like if they were able to keep it like, right. you know. Um, but like the, you saw her really... eyes in that one scene. Like it was the, wild. The eyeliner and the makeup, it definitely, definitely helps make it pop. And her lips, like the uh, her lipstick yeah. is just, it all, it all just, her face structure too. <laughs> yeah. She's just born for this role. It's just... She does a great job with her like facial expressions and the the looks that she can give are like speak a thousand words. She's, She's like always like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> master of that deadpan death stare like. Yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, like... That scene was so funny, too, because prior to that, uh, Xavier is talking to Bianca, like, all yeah. right, we're not going to talk about Wednesday anymore. And then she comes in and does this, <laughs> yeah. and it's like... After that, immediately, Xavier's like, you need to use your powers so I can forget Bianca. I was dying. I was like, that... it was so good. It was so good. Dude, I can't get over how good this dance was. It's it's just the weirdness of it. Her like, look at that look. It's just I, I don't know. It there's something about like this dance and how weird it is that it makes it so wonderful and enjoyable <laughs> to watch. Because usually, sometimes when things like this happen in shows, um, I, I'm a person who hates dancing, and it makes me extremely uncomfortable. That's crazy. Oh, so when I. Hate 
<laughs> so when I see things, so when I see people dancing sometimes or stuff like that, it kind of almost makes me uncomfortable because of just like my weirdness. But this, and when especially when actors or people do weird things like this, but just watching this and how like. I don't know. There was something just special about this that it, it made me. It, it was like I fell in love with this dance. <laughs> the charisma and the confidence in her moves are just like it's everything. One, it's everything. Yeah. One thing I I'm really happy about in this show. So Jenna is a, a beautiful girl. What I really enjoyed about this show is that they did not like overly sexualize any of the characters which for like a teen show like this they usually end up doing and i was like extremely happy that didn't happen like it was it was wonderful that it like yeah it was just it the way it came out and like her clothing style and stuff like that they didn't make it like super gothy like like sexy type of clothing you know what i mean um, even though her mother is kind of like that character where she's like super hourglass figure, sexy, um, they kind of didn't do the same thing with her character trying to do that also, which is something I, I really enjoyed because uh, I get tired when everything is like overly sexualized for like no reason. And, you know, it's they they wear to go out to big back off you it's like when they wear all these tight dresses and yeah. then, and then they pan up from the butt and then like yep. oh, go into the scene like what <laughs> what they didn't they didn't do that in this this show was very classy it reminded me of um what was that one show was in die where she's like in high school and and i saw so many memes where it was just like which show all the, it was on hbo max was in die i forgot oh called. uh euphoria yeah, I saw so many memes making fun of that show because everybody was like in like like Miami club dresses. It's like, is are we in high school? Um, yeah. So so this this show actually did it well, and uh, everybody but was, was that... just every you liked all the characters for their personality and who they were, their own charisma and their own little idiosyncrasies, and and uh, even like a character like Eugene, who's like the dorky kid. I was like, oh, at the end, I was like, he came in clutch. He's awesome. Like you know, I gotta say with the euphoria for a second i think it's trying to portray today's society uh with drugs and sexualizing everything so that is like one thing but um they didn't do that here sorry i'm getting feedback do you have something playing like um no uh, okay is it loud or yeah, I can kind of hear myself speak a little bit, but I'll, I'll maybe I'll just try to quiet down a little bit because I get loud sometimes. <clears throat> All right, but yeah, with um, Euphoria, they kind of uh, do that on purpose uh, with the characters, like they're trying to portray today's like overly sexualized society, especially with uh, in like high schools and stuff like that. Even though it's in like some random as town it's not like even in la or whatever it's just like some random town you got like these freaking supermodel chicks in there so um but yeah with with wednesday i'm i'm really happy they didn't do that because it i don't think it would have added to what the show was trying to do 
So uh, if anything, it would have took away from what it was trying to do. And that was a smart decision. So again, shout out to the showrunners. Shout out to Tim Burton and the other directors. Um, you guys did a phenomenal job with Wednesday. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see. So, I I also like the supporting cast. Like uh, Just to bring the focus away from uh, Wednesday a little. Because uh, I think she would have been nothing without her friend, her new friends. Uh, yeah. I really like Enid. Let's see what was her name. Who the actress? Yeah, uh, Emma Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like their first scene because uh, you see Wednesday come in, and it's just a rainbow of color and just brightness, and it's like the complete opposite of Wednesday. And I love how they're opposites, and they somehow attract and they get along together, and it's 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 so funny to me just to see this deadpan dark gloomy black cloud of a of a young lady just come in and and her best friend is this rainbow werewolf it's just it's just so fun to even say like talk out loud it's uh it's crazy it's crazy and uh i also like the tyler hunter Duhan. he uh he, he definitely stumped me to the end but i, I saw mm-hmm. his eyes i saw through his eyes <laughs> um i got a shout out uh, Fred Armesian uh, for his Uncle Fester. I wasn't uh, expecting Uncle Fester to be in there. But again, this is was like a great casting choice because this dude's hilarious and is super funny. And he does like a really funny, like kind of weird, quirky, almost creepy character. And when I saw him, I was like, is that is that him? And <laughs> I instantly remembered his like... Uh, I don't know if you remember his train scene from uh what was the um that tra- like that teenage travel movie where they went to Europe uh fuck I forgot the name of it uh, Euro trip Euro trip yes thank you um <laughs> remember that train scene where he, he yeah, like yeah yeah <laughs> that shit was so funny <laughs> oh man it was hilarious no, uh, yeah. you can't do that I, uh, shit no more. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely not. But <laughs> fucking back to, raped a kid. <laughs> back to Uncle Fester. <laughs> I I like what they did with Uncle Fester. He was so gangster, in my opinion. He's like, I'm hiding out. I yeah. gotta run. I'm on the. He's run. like, I got a job in Boston. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. Um, it's like a but, hired but, uh, killer. I liked how. I guess this is a show of the times. Um, but like you know how back in the day you you can't really show the special effects. He like he could just hold a light bulb and it turns on. But mm-hmm. I liked in this one he actually had like Sith electricity. Like he yeah. like amplified the uh, the static electricity or whatever and just like shoots it out. And uh, what I like I how how they can actually show that now. And he he's like a Sith Lord. It's it's insane. What I like about the shows they kind of explain things that I didn't know. I didn't know Morticia and Wednesday were witches. Uh, Like, I didn't know, like, you know, in the cartoons, they, they, like, have monsters and, like, they have, like, this weird family and whatnot. But here they kind of, like, it's like, okay, so there's, like, these um, outcasts, right, as they call them in the show, which is you got werewolves, you got vampires, you got sirens, and you got all these, like, mythical monsters. And then I was like, so what are they? And they kind of finally is like, oh, they're witches. Makes so much sense. It, It does. It does. Uh, you mentioned the sirens. Uh, I just want to bring up Bianca. Her uh, her name is Joy Sunday, the actress. Uh, I thought she was like the perfect rival, especially when 
uh, Wednesday first met her. Like, yeah. <laughs> all the first encounters were, were pretty awesome. Uh, they had that, that fencing fight. And yeah, that was I funny. was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, she's so small and nimble, but uh, Bianca Dude, just has the She's experience. so tiny. Yeah. I like, really like that first point she got where she like leaned back and like shot the sword up. Yeah. I was like, oh, dang. Really, really cool. Oh, I just almost knocked my table down. I got too excited. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, bro. Um, uh, no, yeah. But, dude, it was it was crazy how tiny like Jenna was compared to everybody else. Like they all seem like giants compared to her. Like how and if you notice, if you notice majority of the scenes when she's walking she has like the thickest soul like she's five foot she's still, one which makes so tiny. much sense <laughs> she's five foot one um yeah she's like tiny and adorable and yeah she had like like uh platform shoes on all the time to to make because if she didn't have those on like i think those were probably like three four inches which made her like five four which is still kind of short compared to even xavier who seemed like Super tall. How tall is that kid? I, I'm pretty sure he was like six something. He's also super screened. White. Um. Yeah. Okay. Never no, mind. Yeah, he they, was really tall. Um. <clears throat> let me see if they have the, his height on Wikipedia. Nah, they don't have much information on him. All right. Uh, never he was mind. a good character too, though, because uh, you did. I couldn't. He was suspicious because he always appeared when the hide would yeah. appear. He would always <clears throat> suspiciously suspiciously just be there like so that's another thing that like triggered me but i was still i was thinking maybe it was him and and the tyler but then after tyler got scratched i was like it's xavier and then i was just jumping yeah. back and forth so that, that was pretty cool how they really like made it an amateur detective type series and uh you could you really were in it at the end and you still didn't know what until the end like so it's a really uh well job of of uh of well uh, amazing writing and execution of the acting and it just unraveled so well 100 percent um all right let's do some final thoughts on this uh on this topic and then i want to show you something before we jump into my news yeah um final thoughts uh Good job! Uh, shout out to Jenna Ortega. She knocked this 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 part out the park. Like I like you said, like I said, I don't think anybody really expected this from them. And like, just based off of the old Adams family, we're kind of expecting something similar to that. And they just completely brought something new to life, and it was a uh, vivacious and amazing and engrossing, enticing. Tim Burton uh, and all the other uh, Ganja Montero, James Marshall. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Luis Guzman, Guzman, Gwendolyn Christie, Emma Myers, Hunter Duhan, Percy Haynes. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> uh, Joy Sunday, Musa, Mustafa, and Fred Armisen. Uh, those were the people that I noticed uh, throughout the show. Uh, they did amazing. Shout out to you guys. You you just brought this series, this, uh, this uh, Adams Family, back to life, <laughs> which is amazing. 100%. I, I completely agree, man. It was a great casting. It was a really fun show to watch. I think they did a great job. Uh, they left some unanswered questions. Well, maybe not unanswered questions, but they left more uh, to be done at the end of the season. So hopefully there will be a second season. I think with the success um, 
with the with the enjoyment I had, which if I enjoyed it, I think the normal the normies uh, definitely <clears throat> enjoyed it. Uh, so I think there will be a second season. Uh, if they yeah. do max three season, I would be a hundred percent okay with that. I don't yeah. think it, it need it would need to go more than that, but uh, we'll see what happens with Netflix. Uh, completely enjoyed it. Um, shout outs to all the actors, the Tim Burton showrunners, directors. You guys did a phenomenal job. Can't wait to see second season. Yeah, I believe it broke um, Stranger Things records for like the first weekend. Um, oh, that's great. And uh, and also they at the end when she was to doing her typing she wrote end question mark so I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's there was get that plus season. she got uh, that message on the cell phone with uh, with that that little new, GIF. new stalker yeah so and the, and then uh, Xavier was like are you coming back next semester so um, it looks it looks like the show might take place in the school again. Or maybe we'll see her a little bit in her home and then back in school. We'll see. Bianca um, was talking about uh, getting a fencing champion too. So maybe they're uh, foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. The fencing championships. Yeah. So there's, yeah, they they said a lot at the end that could lead into a second season. So hopefully Netflix will greenlit it and we'll see a second season. All right. Um, th- uh, I was about to say thank you. If you like what you hear. Um, and you like our reviews and you like our content, please don't forget to um, go check out our social medias, follow us, uh, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we are so close to 100 subscribers. It is our first year of consistently putting up content on YouTube, and we want to get to that 100 subscriber mark. It will be a great first um, achievement for us. So don't forget to subscribe like and share with your friends um comment below let us know what you thought about wednesday um the show and uh if you agree with us or disagree with us let's see what your take is on this all this um all right now i want to show you so this is something i actually saw today (laughs) and it's uh it's these four korean um artists rappers and they rapped in english and korean within the same sentence and that shit blew my mind and i thought it was really cool and i was just like all right i i gotta show i i sent it to like jonathan and i was like damn bro like this is phenomenal and he was like like they were good so i just want to show to you i wanted to uh get your opinion on it but it was it was really cool um especially the first and last girl were like the best ones so let's check this out real quick OCO and A be popping on the NATO weights. Who would have doubt Lil would turn up on it like a fadeaway? He for the don't get lazy flow. Win him away, no play, no games. Hold up, let me just play my throw a crack. Okay, okay. Live it in now, body to never win that. The motor in that you cheat on with ticket the one. The tackle to the house, not like us. Cold corner be the new genesis. Stage crack, I can flick in the wrist. Come with the show, we go put on the rest. Taking the L's and giving the F's. 
차원이 달라 The one who wanted was that money power mm. Rap at the comes on the cosplay 어리버리다 위도 지나나 mm. 나 파르트 누빈다 Rotten Tomato 나 파라 그 배에 파이 너네 부게 주는 바람직한 건너 재미라 Oh, surrounded by sound that he made it See to the OCO and AP popping on the made of ways Who would've dialed in would turn up on the link of fade away He for the don't get lazy flow When I'm away, no play, no games Hold up, let me just play my throat real quick Okay, okay, okay Honestly, I didn't like this one that much. Never miss a beat, freaking misdemeanor. The girls with me, I don't lead them, I get lit with them. 
Too blunt to be modest 今までの全てまるで振りだね溢れるノイズかき分ける手話数マメペケパンチョのラップガレス Too hot to cool love なななOh, sick. Let yeah. me, uh, <laughs> I want to show you a song too, actually, by these,、okay. uh, these random old dudes. They're these old dudes from the UK. Nice. No, but dude, this, like, I literally saw this today. I was like mind blown. And I got to say, like, the Korean music scene, I feel like it's, ref- it's reflecting, like, the 90s and, like, the 2000s and stuff like that, where we ha- they have the boy bands, they have the girl bands, they have, like, the Korean K- the, the K-pop music. And now they're also doing, like, the hip-hop, and it's very reminiscent of, like, that time. And, like, just watching this, I really enjoyed it.、They're, they were all badass.、Uh, they're... Their flows were amazing, and yeah, musically yeah. speaking, their flows were amazing.、Um, and the the beats were, were I love that switch up at the end for the last、yeah. artist. Wow, that was、yeah. that drop, that was crazy. <laughs>、yeah. I, she could have said anything, that drop was just so <laughs> insane. <laughs> oh man, all right, but I, I think I've seen this. Oh, have you? Yeah, I think、and、Eric so. just showed me this like a, yesterday. Hold up, okay, I think I've seen it in passing, but I didn't actually like can you Can you hear it? Yeah, it's、uh, two old wait, guys.、Um, uh, stop it. I can't hear it.、Um, is it on a Chrome tab?、Uh, yeah. You want to just look it up on yours, Pete and Bass? All right. Let me look it up. Yeah, it's a quick, like, three minute video. So it's a week late. And Bass. Yep. I just got to find one that's.、Uh, look up the Sindhu Sesh with, the, with like,、okay. the blue background. Uh, yeah, no, I it came up, but there were uh, it was like kind of reacts people reacting to it, so um, no, yeah,、uh, it should be Pete and Bass, uh, Sinhu Sesh, uh, it'll be like actually there, it's not like a react, yeah, the blue uh, background. Uh, alrighty, yeah, I found it, let's、there、go. <laughs> I did see this. I saw a bit of it and I was like, damn, they're fucking at, amazing. At first, I was like, I thought this was a joke. Then at the end, I'm like. <laughs> I'm cool, but I still buy shots. I'm a luger. Mashed off the drinks, that's Uber. Connected back arm like a Wi Fi router. Cats jumping like Puma. And I dream like Martin Luther. Fall asleep to the sound of the over. Nightmare. Frederick Kruger. Sleep with the fishies. Now he's tuna. I'm snatching his bird and thunder. Tell me the target's six feet under. He's at work, so his ass in country. Case that joint in a place called London. Don't talk about numbers in the UK. You know that they love us. 
Don't care about colours, black and white, we can be brothers Breaking them down like steps on the back of the box of the crop I bet you take that I'm just way too old to trace past love things in the next day. The funny thing is the way they're dancing in the background, which does not match at all with what they're saying. Waxing off with that thing from various angles. Box, rectangle, dash in the ground, all bruised and mangled. Grab the cup, pass the gin. Grab the line, chopped it up. Pop the cap, put it in. One thing's for sure and two things for certain Money gets made on the packs I'm serving him Mess with a cake and I bet him burgin Tipping, missed him, ran up in his ass and gripped him Mrs. Cry goodbye and kissed him Stuffed him in the boot of the jag and then she watched us drive off in the distance Christian, jewels on the watch and the wrist get hit with a drip like a Christian Christening Jesus Christ And another one of them just dip like a rich tea biscuit Pulled up and the colour of the suit match, colour of the car all black like Batman I'm a ninja, backflip, handstand, I'ma get you, slipping in your hands ass One, two, kick to the door like knockdown ginger Rip off the hinges, fingers get bent back like birds off Tinder boys get flung out the window Come like what's on a picnic Run up and sting your spin You're all the way round Damn. like ink rollers Inside of an HP printer You better hope this thing don't jam What's the plan stand? I knocked a man down And dropped the van down by the side of the flat So can you come down and clean the boot out? I need to get back for the start of the match Couple cans of the chiller Our man's quite big but the handgun's bigger yeah. Just stand and deliver You can throw fists but the mash bang quicker Crash bang wallop Big fat dollop A cash in me hand chain and like bullets Look you pill it Talking trollop Box a man back like a munching jollof God willing I might just drill him Things yeah, in the infinite scraps off in him Go 10 rounds wow. in the man, I'm winning I ain't gonna stop till the bell starts ringing Ding-a-ling-ding on the fruit machine Spend the winnings on Gucci jeans Gaggle of the girls in a super king They wanna kick back and the boots are clean Super kings in a bottle of bourbon Let that rip when I whip it out German Grab that stick, then I dip in and swerve in Flick up the wrist and I left him gurning Roof top down, I'm in the top turn I just stepped out in the fresh Ben Sherman Brand new tricks and I'm out here learning I'm an old dog, still I'm out there serving I was locked in an HMP Cut from the rough, I'm a diamond geese Boots full of them flat screen TVs Del boy pick him to recognize me Charge your step in a dance and slide Two hands on me hips and glide If a man tries to act too hard Then he'll get cemented, build his side I'll open up his ears if he didn't quite hear me Your man got shelled on Big Bang Theory If you wanna get loud and you wanna get Larry Then it's back and my man's at Harry Nah son, you don't wanna bop, get stepped on Crept up, can't get spit like Chevron Wake up son, cause we're the most slept on Get gone more than I'm tracking that vest on One more word and I'm bringing them bings out Nuts and bolts and a couple more things out Dust and dirt if he's talking trash And I turn and skirt and I take you to bins out Big man, get wrapped up in a bin bag been there, done that, got that Blood on my t-shirt, rinse and wash and spun that box of the corn just packed in a bum bag Pop with a red dot, rip shot, punch bag, pull up outside, can they know me like gun damn Submachine gun, tell a man run that, chavin' his jewels and I'm off to his mum's ass Damn, my god They had no reason to go that hard Bro, <laughs> first of all, I, I'm in awe of this skill, right? Because I can barely speak normally and for, for when I hear people like rap or or even freestyle, the freestyling is the thing that blows my mind the most because you're coming up with it on the spot. And I can barely come up with words just to speak in a normal conversation, let alone do it to a beat and do it so quick. So I am in awe of this skill that both these two old gentlemen that can, you know, speak <laughs> circles around me and i'm like 50 years younger than them 
and then you had these um the, the other artists that were doing it in two languages. Like, I can't speak Arabic and English at the same time in the same sentence. I think I would have a stroke. Like, bro, <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> How did Islam die? He tried being bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> he, tried... <laughs> he tried being bilingual. Oh, that's hilarious. But, man, yeah, those... Um, sh- Shout-outs to these artists, bro. They're, they were amazing. Uh I, I'm gonna look up more of their videos and see like what's up, but I really yeah. enjoyed both of those. That was that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> My God. All right, let me let's jump into the news. Uh <laughs> Los Wise guys putting y'all on new music. <laughs> Yo, for real. Dude, I haven't listened to new music in like forever. Same here, to be honest. The last I, I the don't last... know why, I just fell off. Life just got on the way. It, apparently it's an old like just getting older you fall off of music and you know um but I knew, yeah I, I knew it was over when i closed my spotify account not closed it, i canceled it yeah <laughs> <The> premium <laughs> dude i the last new album i listened to was from muse they're literally like the only ones i keep up with now or look for uh before it used to be also lincoln park but uh i mean after the tragic passion of passing of chester uh i don't know if they'll ever come back to make new music but yeah i doubt it yeah but you can't replace him he yeah his vocals were just one of a kind you uh, yeah they'd have same to make thing, a new band if anything yeah same thing with soundgarden i know they they stopped yeah. after he passed yeah. as well so all right let's jump into some news um Elon Musk says there will be now a gold, blue, and gray verified Twitter check marks. Uh, each one of them standing for obviously something. So, gray. Um, uh, let's start. Uh, sorry, let's start with the gold. The gold will be for corporations and businesses. Um, the blue check mark will both be for uh, the paid. Uh, subscription and then individuals of interest so you know your actors your things like that and the grace for government um, so now your POTUS account will have a great check mark right so that's the president of the United States uh, Twitter account so that will have any governors like any government officials will have the gray one so you know they're you know um, government uh, blue check marks will be for your influencers, actors, and like people who will will pay for it. And then your gold will be for corporations. So if like Nike's tweeting out, they'll have a gold check mark next to it. Which I like the tiers, but I think there should be a fourth tier um, for the individuals. Like let's say you and me, we want to get verified. Um, uh, we should have a different color than those of like influencers and actors and stuff like that. There should be like a fourth tier. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, I don't know. I think I think we would fall under the blue one, the celebrities and just entertainment in general. I mean, well, we're not really famous or influencers or whatever. I just I, I, if we had the check, I, I think I don't. Yeah. I, I'm well, just saying you, you can said literally you there should be another bracket. I think it's fine with the. Blue. Well, you can get the blue check now also by just going up and paying for Twitter blue. Oh, that's and stupid. Twitter blue is like, but. I mean, sh- maybe, but Twitter Blue is like it, verifying that you're a human being, so it, it helps get rid of the bot accounts. It's just the way they rolled it out was very dumb. I feel I do feel like there should be another color. I should I feel like there should be a 
the blue should be like celebrities and people that earned it and then, and then there should be another color for the people that are buying it yeah yeah so i i think there should be that so that way at least you know you're talking to a verified human being but they're not like a famous person um which would make sense but it is what it is maybe they'll eventually get there <clears throat> all right um the witcher remake uh will be open world cd project red confirms which i already thought the witcher 3 was already open world but i guess not um are, aren't they remaking the first uh no wait i don't know no so I'm it says of here <clears throat> never mind so it says here CD Projekt Red briefly mentioned the announcement of The Witcher remake during third quarter financial results, saying it will be a story-driven single-player open-world RPG, despite the original not being fully open-world. Okay, so it was somewhat open-world, but it wasn't fully open-world um, like we're used to, I guess. So that's it's kind of like the difference between Pokemon Sword and Shield and now Pokemon, um, what is it? I forgot what the Violet fuck it's called. And... Yeah. I don't know. Is that the new one? I don't Scarlet know. Scarlet and Violet. Something like that. It, yeah. The one that I had that got me <laughs> two points that I'm really upset about. <laughs> fuck that shit. With the, stupid, with the stupid motorcycle Pokemon where one of them actually oh runs. Those are so <clears throat> stupid. I'm so upset. <laughs> you have no that's, idea. That's the hybrid motorcycle. <laughs> but what's annoying is that a lot of people that played it love it. There's just a lot of technical issues with the game. Um, which made it such a low score, but whatever. That's besides the point. Let's keep moving on. That's good because Sword and Shield sucked, and I fin I trooped throughout through that whole game. I was <laughs> that was my first game on the Switch, so I was like, I gotta. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we have the cast uh of Fantastic Four, which will exclusively be in theaters February 14, twenty five. Um. So we have uh, <clears throat> uh, Pen. Badgley Bad. as Mr. Fantastic. I don't. He's know from you. Who... Oh, he is. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. the killer. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jody uh, Comer. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Fantastic Will. is about to have the illest inner head monologue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never watched the show, so I don't really know. Oh, man. yeah. That's a thing he does in the show. Where he okay. just starts. <laughs> so, like Dexter. Yeah, except. Okay. Weird and just off putting. Okay. I guess I, I guess like Dexter. So uh, okay, you got Rudy Pankow as the Human Torch. Uh, not familiar with him either. You got Seth Rogen as the Thing, which is a great casting. Rami Malek as Silver Surfer. So now we know Silver Surfer will have somewhat of a role in this uh, movie. Um, Richard Ayoda, Ayodi. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah i've seen him i don't know his name as herbie um i don't know who herbie is i'm guessing it's an ai of some sorts yeah. by the yeah. way they have it uh the period it's like an acronym yeah uh <clears throat> neve campbell nev uh, campbell sh nev campbell she will be alicia masters i don't know who that is I don't know a lot no, of Fantastic no. Four people. Okay, <clears throat> Tom Holland will <laughs> reprise his role as Spider-Man. I guess he's going to be in this as well. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I like him actually. He's, I, he's a good actor. I love Timothy. Yeah. Uh, will be Molecule Man. And uh, Matt Shackman will be the director. Um... Director Man. Yeah, the Director Man. So <laughs> this is your new cast of the Fantastic Four. And... I know about like three people, four people on this list. 
not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's definitely going to be interesting. So let's see what happens with the Fantastic Four. I, I know a lot of them, but there's some of them where I just like I've seen their face, but I don't really know them. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, uh, Richard here, he's been on the CW in some point, if I'm not mistaking him for someone else. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah. And last piece of news is uh, Netflix announces this new show called Kaleidoscope. Um, and uh, it ha- it released the first look of Kaleidoscope, a new heist crime thriller starring Giancarlo Esposito, in which the viewer will be able to watch the series in any order they want, and it will ultimately affect how they view the story. Uh, according to Netflix, all viewers will eventually see all episodes, but the order in which they watch the episodes will affect their viewpoint on the story, the characters, and the questions and answers at the heart of the heists. Uh, loosely inspired by the real-life story when $70 billion in bonds went missing in downtown Manhattan during Hurricane Sandy. The limited series consists of eight episodes spanning over 24 hours before the heist to six months after. That seems like a really interesting concept. Uh, I I, wonder how successful it's going to be. Yeah, I'm wondering if the actual storylines are going to be compelling or worthwhile. Or is it just like wow effect, just the wow factor, just to be able to do it. Yeah, so the writing in the episodes, I guess the way they do it, if you like watch them, and out of order, they're kind of uh, individual stories that um, that end in each episode, but they tie into each other throughout the, all the episodes. And the way, like they said, the way you see them affects how your viewpoint is. Um, kind of like if you're if you're not watching it, uh, like when you watch things, you you're kind of like almost God. You're seeing every aspect of the story happening. So you you have the perspective of what the director wants to show you. But if you're watching something like this out of order, you're almost um, a participant and not knowing the full story or how it came to be at the time. So you might get like a preconception that um, <clears throat> that can affect your uh, viewpoint on the story. But it seems like a very interesting t- concept. I would definitely give it a shot and a chance. And um Especially yeah. is uh, Gene Carlo is that his name? John Carlo Esposito. John Carlo, I really like him. He's he... he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Like I mean, anything he's in, I always try to give it a shot mm-hmm. and watch. He's one of those actors that does that for me. So yep. Thank you for listening to the Los Wise Guys podcast. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Um, go check out our website. Go mm-hmm. like and subscribe to the YouTube page. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. <laughs>